Uh, hi, and thanks for downloading this uh, BGSM podcast. My name is uh, Dr. Marcus Laubhammer, and I am a sports physician in London and a member of the BGSM editorial team. I have today the pleasure to speak with Dr. Peter Üblacker about muscle injury and their classification. Uh, Peter is a trained orthopedic surgeon and he works since uh, 2007 in private practice together with Dr. Müller-Wolfert in Munich. He has been uh, one of the team doctors of uh, Bayern Munich Football Club from 2009 to 2015. Peter and his colleagues have a special interest in treating and diagnosing muscle injuries. And uh, their Munich consensus uh, classification system has been published in 2013 in the BGSM. And I want to say hi to Peter and welcome. Hi, Markus. Hello. So, uh, as I know, there's quite a bit of history behind your classification. And I know you've been using uh, this classification for years in practice. And therefore, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the development of uh, the classification and how it came over time. Yeah, first of all, uh, I want to thank you, Marcus, and everybody who's listening to this podcast um, for the interview, for the opportunity to talk about our experience. And me and my colleagues are really happy about the increasing interest in the very interesting field of muscle injuries. As you might know, Dr. Müller-Wolfert is involved in this interesting issue, muscle injuries in sports for almost 40 years, treating elite athletes every day. And based on his experience, uh, we published in 2010 a textbook uh, called Muscle Injuries in Sports, first in uh, German language. But uh, when we then started to translate it into English, we noticed that the English muscle injury terminology is inconsistent and not really existing. Strain, for example, is the most frequently used term to describe a muscle injury. But the problem is that there's no definition, no consistent definition, and it's a biomechanical term. Many experts use it for various types of muscle injuries, what causes confusion and the problem is that studies on muscle injuries are not really comparable. And uh, we uh, further recognize that there is no comprehensive classification system where you can find every uh, specific muscle injury we um, find in the daily work with um, athletes. And the result was that we organized an international consensus conference with 15 international experts. We had members from the UEFA, the International Olympic Committee, first league and national team doctors, colleagues from international universities and other experts in Munich that was in March 2011. We basically discussed a lot and finally found definitions for the most relevant terms that are used to describe specific muscle injuries. And uh, the more important thing, we developed a comprehensive classification system that really represents the types of muscle injuries that we see in the daily care of athletes. And uh, this uh, classification system and the terminology is published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine. You can download it for free. It was published in the year 2013 and 
it's really interesting for everybody who's interested in this field. How do you think um, clinicians should uh, classify muscle injuries and why should they classify it like you uh, suggested? Um, first of all, we classify muscle injuries into direct and indirect muscle injuries. Direct injuries are basically caused by an external trauma or force, for example, a kick from an opponent's knee against the thigh. The vast majority of these injuries are contusions, muscle contusions. Indirect muscle injuries are usually caused by internal forces and we subclassify them into functional ones. We also call them non-structural ones and structural uh, muscle injuries. Structural muscle injuries are real tears of muscle structures, um, tears of muscle fibers. And all of these injuries have subtypes. The structural muscle injuries, for example, are differentiated into partial tears and total tears. And it's important to know that all of these injuries keep the player away from his activity. Also, the functional or non-structural injuries where, where you cannot find any tear. Um, and it has been shown by Professor Jan Ekstrand and his study group that functional injuries cause the majority, majority of absence, time and professional football teams and are very relevant in the daily care of athletes. And, and why should clinicians classify? Because the different muscle injury types have, have different treatment pathways and different injury muscle, uh, diff different muscle, muscle injury types lead to different absence from sports. And it has been shown again by um, Professor Jan Ekstrand and his study group that a minor partial muscle tear, basically the smallest um, structural muscle tear you can find, for example, cause a mean absence of around 16 days and a moderate partial tear leads to an absence of five to six weeks. A total or subtotal tear around eight to 12 weeks. And you can see that there are big difference among the group of muscle injuries regarding the absence. But this also means that you can predict absence after muscle injury if you have diagnosed and classified the injury correctly. And to predict absence after an injury is maybe the most important aspect for the athlete, the manager, the coach, the medical team, and maybe the media and others who are around the athlete. Okay, if, if you uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, the structural um, classification you mentioned. Um, we, as I, as I told you, we subclassify structural injuries into partial tears and total tears. Total muscle uh, tears are very rare. Subtotal tears involving more than 50% of the diameter are much more frequent and tendinous avulsions that we classify into muscle injuries as well um, as total tears are also more frequent. We subclassify the partial muscle tears again into minor and moderate partial tears. Why? Because they lead to different absence. As I told you before, the minor tear has 
an average absence of about 16 days, let's say two weeks, and the moderate partial tears around five to six weeks. Okay, so let's move on maybe to the next point, which I find quite interesting is that you've got quite a bit of focus on the involvement of the spine. And I was wondering if you could explain us a little bit about that and why this is important uh, for us as a clinician and for the player or athlete. Yeah, thank you for this question. Question. I'm happy that you asked this because um, it is really a focus in our clinic and um, the interest on this issue increases in the literature and in the um, practical care of athletes. It has been described that lumbar pathologies may present with uh, muscle problems, uh, mostly um, in the hamstrings, along the hamstrings or the calves. And in our experience, many muscle injuries have a more or less relation to the lower back. We call this type of muscle problem spine-related injuries. Um, and in the literature, they are also known as referred pain. The basics are, the explanation is that muscles act as a target organ and their tension is um, basically modulated by the nerve coming from the lumbar spine and an irritation of the nerve root on along the lumbar spine due to a disc bulging, a hernia, spondylolysis or other lower back problems can modify the muscle tone, increase the muscle tone, cause a painful muscle tightness. And it's again important to know that a painful muscle tightness, even without a muscle tear, can um, prevent an athlete from training or competition. And in case of a spine-related muscle injury, the treatment should focus on the back and not only on the, on the muscle. We should treat the back with mobilization, massage, core exercises, and uh, if necessary, with an, a specific infiltration treatment to resolve the problem there. Okay, thank you. So if, if we get now maybe a little bit more uh, practical and I would was wondering if you could uh, talk me through an example of um, a player having a hamstring injury and how you uh, look after that and what the advantages are using your classification in practice. Yeah, that's a um, very important question, maybe the most practical one because hamstring injury is the most frequent injury in at least a professional football team that was shown by Jan Ekstrand and his study group. Again, it's, for example, much more frequent that compared to an ACL injury. Um, but basically, we recommend not to use the term strain anymore. Again, it's a biomechanical term, not well-defined, and we should try to better describe the muscle injury like minor partial tear or functional problem or uh, painful muscle tightness or something like this. The first question when you diagnose muscle injury should focus on the injury mechanism. Um, was there any direct trauma, any uh, kick or not? And then we already know if there is a direct injury, which is usually easier to treat because re-injury is less likely and absence is um, significantly um, shorter compared to uh, indirect injuries. Or if it is an indirect injury, which are much more frequent compared to direct ones. We should further ask how 
the injury occurred during sprinting, shooting, overstretch. And let's say that it is an indirect injury that occurred during sprinting. And now we have to find out if there is a real tear in the muscle tissue and if yes, which size it has. And as you can see, we get a lot of information from only asking the athlete. And if we have collected all this information that we get from medical history and then a precise clinical examination and if necessary imaging, we can classify the muscle injury and predict more or less precisely absence. And we know how to treat and to rehab the player. And, and there are specific rehab and treatment plans for every specific muscle injury type that we have elaborated and that you can find in our muscle injury textbook. Okay, that's some uh, great information, uh, Peter, and I think um, we have uh, lots of um, information how we could use uh, your muscle injury classification with our athletes. Um, I hope uh, you enjoyed listening to this BGSM podcast and we encourage you to get in contact via Facebook and Twitter. And now I only can wish you an active and hopefully injury 